ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم في العالمين انك حميد مجيد we begin by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we praise Him and we ask His help and we seek His forgiveness and we seek refuge in Allah from the evil inside us and from the evil consequences of our bad actions. Whoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides, no one can misguide. And whoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leaves to go astray, no one can guide. I testified that there is no God to be worshipped but Allah and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is our master, our leader, our teacher, the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. First of all, I hope that my daughter will not distract you. I found myself in a situation early this morning, couldn't really change this situation. So bear with me, inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Ar-Rahman, Allama al-Quran, Khalaq al-Insan, Allama al-Bayan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ar-Rahman, the most merciful, created man, and he taught him the speech, he taught him how to communicate. And communicating brothers and sisters something very important, because we cannot live isolated. We have to communicate with one another. And the Messenger of Allah was the best to communicate with people. Rasulullah met with so many different people. Some people saw him, some people listened to him, some people they shared their daily lives with the Messenger of Allah as well as others who did not really have a very active relationship with the Messenger of Allah But the Prophet dealt with everybody. He communicated perfectly with every single person. Why? Because Rasulullah he understood the social psychology and the individual characteristics of people. He tried every type of method of communication. Sallallahu alayhi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa So he was the best sallallahu alayhi wa to communicate with people. And inshallah today we're gonna talk a little bit about how to communicate with people. Some tips from the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa on how to effectively communicate with people. And number one tip is to smile. Number one tip is to smile. And to smiling as Rasulullah said, Smiling is considered to be an act of worship. Rasulullah said, Smiling in your brother's and your sister's face, or meeting your brother or your sister with a cheerful face is considered to be an act of charity, an act of worship actually. And smiling is the most important ingredient to start a conversation positively. You know, Rasulullah he always used to smile. And when he smiled to people, you know, he gave them a sense of comfort. Smiling will bring that joy to the receiver and also to the, the person who gives the smile. Right. And Rasulullah as Abdullah ibn al-Harith he said, he said, 
I've never come across someone who smiles as much as the Messenger of Allah So smiling is a sunnah brothers and sisters. It's a sunnah. You know, it's not haram to show your teeth. It's not a awra. You can actually smile sometimes. Right? You can smile sometimes. You know, Allah, sometimes you run into people who are always angry. They always look angry. You know, and everybody has his own affairs to take care of, I understand. But some others, when you ask them about the reason, they say, well, I'm taking my life seriously. As if the Messenger of Allah didn't take his life seriously. You know, Jarir ibn Abdullah radiallahu anhi said, since I embraced Islam, the Messenger of Allah never refused me permission to enter upon him. And every time he saw me, he used to smile. So smile, akhi, smile to people. It's a sunnah. The second is to pay attention, pay attention to the tone, the tone of your voice. You know, the tone and the volume of your voice will actually determine if you want a relationship, or if you're going to make a relationship or break it. So any undesirable loudness from you can actually put people off. And it will just make any further attempts to communicate useless. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, وَاعْضُضْ مِنْ صَوْتِكِ إِنَّ أَنْكَرَ الْأَصْوَاتِ لَصَوْتُ الْحَمِيرِ Lower your voice. And the worst of voices are those of the donkey. And Al-Alusi rahimahullah in his tafsir, he said, that the wisdom behind lowering the voice, when you speak to people, is to protect the speaker and to also make things easy for the, for the receiver. That's number two. Number three, is to start with the Islamic greeting of peace. To say, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. You know, it's really interesting that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger, they encourage us to greet one another with peace. Really, such an interesting greeting. But a lot of us have violated this greeting of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As much as other guidelines of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger, other principles and values were actually violated as well. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Alqis salama ala man arifta wa man lam ta'rif. Read those who you know and those who you don't know. So when he says, Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to people, just say it to those who know and those who don't know. It will actually revival any hatred in your hearts. And it will build some sense of brotherhood and sisterhood and love between you and people. And it has a reward as well. And Rasulullah wasallam, when he migrated to Medina, the first thing that he said after the camel knelt down, so he said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Afshu salam. Oh people, greet one another with the greeting of peace. Spread peace amongst yourselves. And one of the signs of the last day, that people will only greet those who you know. People will only greet those who they know. You know. Nowadays, sometimes you don't even greet, we don't even greet one another anymore. If you're walking in the sidewalk, you're walking in the street, or going somewhere, and you see them, people are not Muslims, or from different traditions, you know, and you say hello to them, how are you, uh, uh, good night, and all kind of stuff. And this is good, mashallah, this is good. 
And sometimes just because of your brother or your sister does not follow the same way of lifestyle or you know in religious affairs they follow in a different madhab or they're different than you or their shaykh is different than your shaykh you wouldn't even say salam to them. Wallahi some people here in this masjid they told me about a group of people that they meet them they don't even greet them and then when the others they greet them they don't even respond to the greeting they don't say assalamu alaykum assalamu alaykum and greeting of peace is sunnah the greeting is sunnah to start it to initiate it say assalamu alaykum is sunnah right. but to respond is actually mandatory and this is what Imam Suyuti said three things to initiate them is sunnah but to respond is mandatory so if I say to you, if you hate me so much, if I say to you, Assalamu Alaikum, it's mandatory upon you to say, Wa Alaikum Assalamu Rahmatullah. You know the man who entered upon Rasulullah and he says, Assalamu Alaikum. And Rasulullah responded to his salam, and then the man said, Rasulullah said, Ten. He said, Ten, means ten rewards. And then a man, another man came and he said, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullah. And then Rasulullah said 20, means 20 rewards. And then a third person walked in and he says, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Then Rasulullah said 30. So this one doubled the second and tripled the first one by just saying, Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. This is our greeting, the greeting of peace, the greeting of Islam. Number four tip inquire about people. Ask people how they're doing. And inquire about their well-being, their health, about their studies, about their jobs. Make people feel loved and cared for. You know, the Messenger of Allah said, whoever loves his brother, he should ask him about his name. And ask him about the name of his family and where is he coming from. All these questions, you have to ask your brothers about them. If you actually care. If you actually care. But this is a tip from the sunnah of Rasulullah in how to effectively communicate with one another as Muslims. As Muslims. Yeah. The Messenger of Allah said, ask about his name, the name of his tribe or the name of his family and where he's coming, where he's coming from. Yeah. But you have to also consider the different qualities and, and the different characters of people. You know, keep in mind their age, their status, their temper as well, and other factors. Inquire about people. Number five is to refrain from the common evils of the tongue. Usually when people get together, you know, when they get together to communicate, socialize, or talk about things, sometimes you have nothing to talk about. And they often resort to talk about something else. Committing sins by talking about others. By consulting others, mocking others, lying, backbiting others. And let me tell you something. There's so many flaws of the tongue. Let me tell you something. Wallahi, wallahi. If you're someone who is afflicted with this disease, the disease of the tongue, you insult people, you make fun of people, you lie, you backbite people, know for sure that that will eat, it will eat up your good deeds. It will eat up the barakah, wallahi, wallahi, it will eat the barakah of your life, the whole entire life. The words that she say that she don't pay attention to them, that actually can be a means or the cause of destruction for you. And Rasulullah says, in the rajul, the man may utter a word, and he doesn't pay attention to this word. 
doesn't pay attention to the importance of this word. And because of it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be pleased with him. And another man might utter the word, and he doesn't really pay attention to it, and because of it, it will be thrown into fire. Because of this word that you say, you don't pay attention to it. You know, so be careful. You know, before you talk about somebody, first turn to yourself. Turn to yourself. Look into yourself. You know, highlight the flaws and the defects and the errors of yourself before anybody else. And when you realize that, you realize also that as much as you don't like others to highlight your defects, as, as much as you don't like people to talk about your errors, Huh? Others also don't want you to talk about their errors. And if you conceal the errors of people, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take care of yours. But if you intended to disgrace people, wallahi Allah will disgrace you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will let loose upon you sharp tongues. Sharp tongues. And He will humiliate you in this life. And He will, will shame you in the next life in front of, every, in front of everybody. But if someone looked at himself, the outward and the inward aspects of his life, and you couldn't find any flaw, any defect, couldn't find any deficiency in his life, this person must know that his ignorance of his own flaws is the worst type of stupidity. And there is no greater flaw than stupidity. There is no greater flaw than stupidity. And if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves someone, He will make him aware of his mistakes. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves someone, He will give him the ability to know about his mistakes and his errors. Number six, choose simple concise words. Avoid these complex languages and the sophisticated terminologies. Just stick to the way of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He used to be simple and easy and very eloquent at the same time. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as Aisha said, that he used to repeat things once and twice and thrice. Why? So people can understand what he's saying. Or make it easy for people to comprehend on the things that he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying. And he said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the furthest away from me, the furthest amongst you, the furthest away amongst you from me in the last day is The furthest away from me in the last day is the pompous. Is someone who talks a lot. And when he's, when he's just like examine his talk, it's just about nothing. Absolutely nothing. Useless talks. Useless thoughts. And Rasulullah said, Then whoever speaks, let him say something good or be silent. And he also said, From the excellence of the person's faith, that he will discard the things that does not concern him. Something doesn't concern you, don't get involved in it. If someone is speaking about so and so, just ask them to change the topic or just leave. Just leave. And this is actually the best da'wah that you can give, or the best correction that you can give to someone who is afflicted with, a, with this disease. To just leave, to, to highlight it to them, to say, this is haram, this is a sin, it's a great sin. And you either stop, change the topic, or I'm going to leave. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, 
he said, the furthest away from me are Al-Athartharuna, the pompous. Al-Mutashaddiquna, the, the people who speak too much about nothing. Wal-Mutafayhiquna are those who are the arrogant, the arrogant people. Number seven. Number seven is to avoid argumentation. Avoid argumentation. Avoid argumentation. You know, being nice is good if you're always acting with or dealing with nice people. But the word has more to it than such people. You will always find yourself in a situation, you will always walk into not so nice people. But when you get involved in any heated conversation, that's when you leave. And the Messenger of Allah وسلم, he said, Man whoever leaves argumentation, when he's wrong, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will build him a house in the outskirt of Jannah. And he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, whoever leaves argumentation when he is right, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will build him a house in the highest level in paradise. So do not let the shaitan, or do not allow the shaitan to deceive you, telling you you have to say the truth clearly, you have to speak the truth clearly. You know, the shaitan will, oh that's his job. He'll always make things, the evil things look good to you. You know, speaking the truth clearly, this is amazing. But it has, it has conditions. Number one is that you have to be honest and sincere about this. And number two is that the person that you're speaking with, you know for sure that he will listen to you. He will listen to you. These are just six or seven tips from the Sunnah of Rasulullah on how to communicate effectively with one another. اللهم اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي ان شاء الله as you all know tomorrow we are going to have a fundraiser here at the ICP and I think it's very important for everyone to come for the fundraiser even if you don't have anything to give even if you don't want to give you still have to come to the fundraiser and I understand that some, some people they don't come here but Fridays and I understand that some people are busy some people who live away from here but fundraiser is the most important event during the whole year. And you have to come and show support. You don't have to give. Seriously, you don't have to give. But you have to come and show support. You know, this is your community. This is not just a place like a prayer room that you come here on Fridays, pray and leave. No. We're trying to build a very strong community. And if you're upset or if you're, you're disturbed by something at the ICP, why don't you come and talk to people about it? Talk to the board about it. If you think this is a time for a new imam, and I'm serious about this, come and talk to people. But you have to be a part of this. You have to, to show your support. You have to come. Just come, and we were just talking about how to communicate effectively with, with one another. How many of you in this room know every single person? You know his name, and you know where he's coming from. We are just talking about what Rasulullah said. You know, to ask the person about his name. You know, when Anas ibn Malik radiallahu anhu, he says, Ya Rasulullah, this person, I love him for the cause of Allah. And Rasulullah said to Anas, did you tell him? Did you inform him about that? He said, no. He says, go and tell him that you love him for the cause of Allah. So Anas went and he told this man, I love you for the sake of Allah. And Anas says, Allah. The man said, Ahabbak Allah, Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala love you also for the same cause. 
So this is something that we, we get together for the fundraiser maybe twice a year. Just come, show your support. Show that you actually care. You know, show, show that you actually care. If you need something, some changes of the ICB, come on, come and talk to people about that. Yeah. It's very important to come tomorrow, inshallah. And if you are one of those supporters of the ICP, you know, if you cannot come tomorrow, make sure that you support today, inshallah. You know, they have a, a credit card machine. They, if you if you don't have cash, you have your checkbook. Try to support the ICP. You know, one thing that some people told me last week or the week before, they said that a lot of people think that ICP is receiving money from the government. You know, my response, I was laughing. That's it. I was really laughing. What government? There are voices out there who want to shut down this mosque. You think they're going to support us? To keep running? No, I don't think so. We didn't get a penny from anybody. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Just to let you know. The other thing is about the zakah. Some people also ask, can I pay my zakah for the masjid? Yes, you absolutely can pay your zakah, your whole entire zakah to the masjid. You know, and this is your community again. You know, you need to support, you need to maintain this masjid. All right? You need also to take care of the poor people around this community, in this community. Yeah. And there's a lot, there's a big, a long list of people. You need also to support them. Right? I understand also some people, they, they send their money overseas. And you need to take care of your community first before you send money overseas. You need to take care of the, the Islamic Center of Pittsburgh and the community of the Islamic Center of Pittsburgh and the community, the Muslim community at large in the city of Pittsburgh before you, you help or support or assist anybody else. Anybody else. I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm talking about anybody else. Seriously. Anybody else. Including everybody else. The Egyptians, the Palestinians, the Syrians, the, anybody else. Take care of the people who are here first. So the zakah, yes, you can pay your zakah. And I'm, there's no time to tell you about the opinions of the scholars, but take it from me. You know? And if I'm wrong, you know, in the last day, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks you, how did you do this? Tell this guy right there. He's the one who told me to pay my zakah money to ICP. So show your support, inshallah, and come tomorrow. Jazakumullah khairan. Subhanahu rabbika rabbil izzat amma asufuna salamu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Allahumma ja'al hadha al-jam'a jam'an marhuma. Tabruqna ba'dihi tabruqna ma'asuma. Taj'al fina wa la hawlana wa la khalfana shaqiyin wa la mahruma. Allahumma khfil lana dhunubana wa israfana fi amrina wa thabbi taqdamina ansurna ala qawmin kafirin. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us and to protect our families. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to honor us as He honored the righteous people before us. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from laziness. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from inability. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to strengthen our iman during the time of fitan. And, and help our brothers and sisters who recently became Muslims. And make their affairs easy for them. Allahumma ameen. With them and their families, their friends, and the people who are surrounding them. Allahumma ameen. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect Muslims all over the world. You know, to protect the Muslims in, in Sierra Leone and Guinea and forgive those who died from Ebola and protect those who are there. And ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect the Muslims in Nigeria and in Pakistan and in Egypt and in everywhere in the world. And we ask Him also to protect us here in America and protect all the Muslim community in the West. Ameen, ameen, ameen. Subhanahu wa rabbika rabbil izzati amma asufoon wa salamun ala mursaleen wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen aqim as-sunnah.